0: And thank you for listening to the Inspired by Emma podcast. I am your host, Emma Olson. I am an entrepreneur who is fueled by helping other women find joy in their daily pursuit of wellness. The thing is, I had spent most of my life unconfident and fearful of what others would think of me if I showed my bold personality. I then made a decision to be my tough love, straightforward self, and it turns out that that allowed me to finally step into the confident and inspiring person I was always meant to be. In this podcast, I hope to inspire you within 20 minutes or less as I share my tough love approach to all areas of life, business, and motherhood. Let's get started. I am so excited for today's podcast because I'm going to be sharing my seven tips to starting a wellness journey. Now, if you don't know this about me, I am a wellness coach, which means that I help women get started on their wellness journey, and I actually link arms with them as they go through this wellness journey. And personally. I did not enjoy working out. I did not enjoy going to the gym. I did not enjoy really pursuing any type of fitness routine before I found Joyful Movement and I reframed my mindset. So that's what I'm going to help you guys with today. And first, I want to explain that a wellness journey is all-encompassing. So it's not just workouts and nutrition. It's a total body, mind, soul journey and I think a big thing that a lot of women run into when they start some type of fitness journey is really looking at it as workouts and looking at it as a form of, well, I don't really want to work out today or I'm dreading this or I have to check this off the list because this is what society tells me is healthy And I'm going to help you with reframing your mindset around total wellness. So the first tip is when you're restructuring your mind, reframing your mind around wellness, I want you to understand that wellness doesn't mean restriction. A lot of people will think, well, if I start some type of wellness journey, I'm going to have to cut out of this stuff or I'm gonna have to start counting calories or I can't have my favorite foods anymore or you think of it as what you can't have and what I help my clients with is understanding that you have to reframe your mind to understand that you are fueling your body and you are making food choices that are mindful and intentional for fueling your body to feel its best but you're also normalizing all foods and enjoying your favorite foods with satisfaction in mind. And that is something that is you have to unpack it. You have to really understand what your favorite foods are and why you choose to eat those foods. Because for me personally, I love Ben and Jerry's ice cream. If you know anything about me, I don't care what kind it is, it's for me and i don't want to live in a world where eating ben and jerry's ice cream makes me feel like i'm doing something bad so i've normalized ben and jerry's ice cream in my life and i know that i can have it whenever i want i don't have to put a limit on how many times per week i can have it i don't have to measure it out beforehand i know that ben and jerry's ice cream satisfies my taste and it's something that sparks joy in my life so i've normalized it and i add it into my life when i want it and i actually find that i eat less of it than i used to before i used to just eat with the door the freezer door open and i would immediately feel shame and guilt and binge on it and now i bring it up to bed or wherever i am with a movie that we're watching i have a few spoonfuls and i'm satisfied and i don't feel shame and i don't feel guilt And I put it back in the freezer for the next day. And the reason that I've gotten to this point is because I've unpacked my relationship with why I'm eating the ice cream and how it's making me feel. And I'm not doing it to cope with an emotion or a stressful day or any of that. I'm truly choosing to eat it because it tastes good. (laughs) And I can eat it and move forward. And it doesn't mean that I'm eating something bad So really normalizing all foods is super, super important. And remembering that wellness does not mean restriction. You think of things that you are adding into your life, like you're focusing on fueling foods like vegetables and protein and what makes you feel your best because everyone is different. And I really practice mindful eating instead of dieting. I mean, how many diets have you been on? How many times have you counted macros or calories or you had off-limit foods? It's changing your mindset around that and that's the first most important thing. The second thing is understanding why you are doing this. When you restructure your mind around wellness, when you realize that pursuing wellness is actually an act of respect, self-respect, and self-care, that's when everything changes. At least for me and for my clients too. So I know I'm a toddler mom, my daughter's almost two, and I'm pregnant with baby number two, who's due in April. And for me, I move my body every day because I want to teach my children how to have a healthy relationship, a positive relationship with movement, the food that they consume, and their bodies. And I know that showing up for myself every single day and modeling the behaviors will teach them how to have those same relationships with themselves. I never, ever, ever want my daughter to look in the mirror and look at her body and immediately critique the things that she needs to change. I never want her to diet. I never want her to feel obligated to sweat for the wedding. I want her to feel beautiful in every season of her life, no matter what her body looks like, And look at movement, daily movement, as a joyful experience and something that is so well-rounded in her life. And I don't have, you know, my son's not born yet, but I'm sure that I'm going to be able to picture how I want him to show up to the world because of how I have talked about food, talked about my body. I have never once, and this is going to give me chills, have never once said a bad thing about my body or a negative thing about my body since my daughter has been born. And she won't ever hear me look in the mirror and go, ugh, my hips, or I need to lose weight, or I can't have that, I can't eat the ice cream with you on your birthday. She will never have that relationship with me as her, her, the person who's modeling these behaviors, because I'm choosing today to heal my relationships with my body, with movement, and with food. So that's why I show up every day. When I have days where I don't really want to do my workout, I don't want to move my body, I think of, no, I need to show her what's possible when you have a healthy, an actual healthy relationship with moving your body, with your body and the food that you consume. That is my why. Everyone's why is going to be different, but find your why. And it can't be how your body looks. It can't be the number on the scale. It can't be a measurement goal. It has to be so strong that you could literally cry thinking about it and I could talk for 30 minutes about my why because that's how passionate I am about it. The third tip is to find the joy. I work a lot with my clients in figuring out what is your favorite way to move your body What energizes you and fuels you for your day? And at what time of day makes you feel your best to move your body? Some people really enjoy working out in the morning because it energizes them and fuels them. And then there are other people who they would rather work out at the end of the day. And that's going to be, everyone's different and we'll talk about that in the next tip. But finding joy. For me, I actually enjoy cardio, but like, I know that that's weird (laughs) I feel like I zone out and I'm able to just like go for it. And but I also enjoy weightlifting. Like and I really believe that it's because I've been practicing trying different methods of moving my body that I'm like, ooh, I crave that today. Like today, today, this morning I did cardio and it just is exactly what I needed. And so finding joy in how you move your body and trying different things. Maybe you've never lifted weights before and you've had some type of like mental block around lifting weights. What if you tried it? And what if you tried it in a different way? And maybe you won't like it, but maybe you might find joy in that. And then you can do that more often. So find what you enjoy doing the most and do that most often. (laughs) The fourth one is trial and error. Now, this is a method that I preach because I know that creating new habits is not easy. And so often when you are starting out your wellness journey and you're you're thinking, okay, I'm going to move my body every day for joy. I'm going to fuel my body with foods that make me feel my best. I'm going to still eat satisfying foods. I'm going to normalize all foods. Like you're ready when you start. And then your toddler wakes up in the middle of the night and they're teething and you're tired in the morning when you said you were going to press play at 7 a.m., <laughs> So you instead listen and honor your body. That's what I recommend. And you push off your workout until 10am. Maybe that's what you decided to do that day. And then you realize that on the days where life happens and your toddler is teething, that you're allowed to have flexibility. And you can still Move things around in your life to make your movement a priority. So find flexibility in understanding, like, just because you don't do it at 7 a.m. when you had said, doesn't mean that you can't get it done at 10 a.m. It also doesn't mean that if you you were following a calendar for workouts... And it was supposed to be a cardio day and you are exhausted. You are, slept for three hours last night, your toddler's cranky, and you switch from cardio to Pilates or yoga or something that is more fueling for that day or energizing for that day. There's nothing wrong with having flexibility and really honoring what your body needs in that moment. All movement is great. So whether it's yoga or running or whatever sparks joy for you, don't ever feel like just because you switched to yoga means that you didn't get a good workout in. You moved your body and there are a lot of benefits to every single type of movement that you choose to do. Trial and error, just because you said you were going to work out at a certain time or you said that you were going to fuel your body today and then you went with your daughter to get ice cream and you had more satisfying foods than you had intended doesn't mean you're a failure it doesn't mean that you have ruined the day it just means that you were listening to your life and that is a win. The fifth thing is to have grace and always 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 listen to your body. So having grace is important because I have like calendars that I recommend for different programs for my wellness community, and so they're they're created by fitness and nutrition experts to really fuel your life, and the thing that I remind my clients is these calendars are excellent, but they don't factor in your teething toddler, they don't factor in the fact that you had to walk your dog extra that day and your legs are sore or whatnot. So if you find you, you know, you're supposed to do a lower body workout and your legs are tired from staying, holding your toddler or whatever the case may be, you're allowed to listen to your body, switch things around, do an extra stretching video or do some foam rolling or make it a day where you just honor recovery and rest. And there's I don't know why society has made it seem like a rest day is not worthy of a day, but I'm here to tell you that rest and recovery avoids an injury, and it's necessary when you are moving your body every single day. So have grace, listen to your body, and the sixth, sixth, wow, the sixth point uh, tip is accountability, support, and community. I didn't know that I needed this. (laughs) Uh, When I was looking at exercising or working out as a dreadful experience, I was doing it alone and I used to go to group fitness classes at the gym, which were fun and I liked the energy of them and that was nice, but I was doing it alone. I would go into a class and like not know anyone. I would just feel kind of awkward. I'd feel like everyone was watching me. So for me, that like wasn't my jam. But when you can find someone to hold you accountable, someone that you can send a text message to and be like, hey, should I rest today? Like, let's run this by, let's run this by each other or I'm just not feeling like moving my body today. It's possible for you to have a buddy in this and Make this fun. Like, make new friends in this pursuit of wellness. Lean, have somewhere to lean into. And I highly recommend having some type of community or some type of support group because it's not always easy. And there are going to be days where you question, like, why did I decide to do this? I just want to sleep in and I don't really want to show up for myself. And having other people to motivate you and pump you up and remind you that you made this choice because of this. That's when you'll work on consistency and longevity and find joy even more in this. The last tip, the seventh tip, is dedication and keeping promises to yourself. When you have days where you just simply don't want to do what you had promised yourself, that's when you have to reach into your dedication toolbox and realize that you have to do it anyways. Because those promises that you keep to yourself, those breed self-confidence. When you say, I really don't want to do a workout today, not because my body's tired, not because really anything, I just would rather watch TV. But you get up and you count, my recommendation, count backwards from five, do five, four, three, two, one, lift off, get your booty off of the couch, and you do it anyways, that builds self-confidence and you prove to yourself that you can do things even when you don't want to. And it's truly an act of self-love. When you love yourself enough to go, there are things that I'd rather be doing, or there's laundry that needs to be done, or I have this to-do list, or I just didn't I'm just not in the mood. I'm not motivated. You reach into your dedication toolbox and you do it anyways. And that truly teaches you that you're resilient. And it might not be the best movement ever. It might not be the best workout ever. It might not be where you you went 100%, but you still showed up. And showing up and just trying is truly half the battle. Because it doesn't have to be perfect. We're not doing this to be impressive. We're doing this to honor our health and our mindset. And to do that, you got to make a promise to yourself and decide That you're going to try as hard as you can. And on those days when it just doesn't feel like you want to do it, do it anyways. And then think about how do you feel after. On the days when you didn't want to do it but you did it anyways, how do you feel when you're done? What does your body feel like? Are you in a better mood? Did it help you in any aspect of your life? Because I can promise you, on those days, you are going to be so proud that you did it anyways. And you're going to lean into that support, community, accountability group. And you're going to say, you guys, I didn't want to do it, but I did it anyways. I feel amazing. I'm energized. Now I can go relax and watch the show that I wanted to watch anyways and fold the laundry that was waiting for me. But I showed up for myself even when I didn't want to. And I'm so proud. Those are my seven tips. I hope that it's helpful. I hope that this is a way for you to rephrase or reframe how you look at wellness and if you are thinking about doing any type of wellness journey i really hope that you understand that it doesn't have to be restriction it doesn't have to be this dreadful experience when you find the joy you find people that motivate you you have some type of support accountability motivation dedication your life changes in ways that you never even envisioned and you gain confidence in yourself by pursuing this every day so I hope this was helpful please let me know if you loved this share this with whoever would feel joy or inspiration from hearing this tag me on social media my instagram is in, at inspired by underscore emma I love seeing that you guys are loving this podcast and sharing it is So helpful. So happy, happy day. And we will talk soon.